It's time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome. You are in the shop with the Auto Guys. I'm Steve from the Panacea here with Kirk from Angler Automotive. And uh, as always, we're taking your calls, 676-KGMI. If you want the show to be even remotely interesting, you know with Kirk and I on, you better call early and often. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, I just wanted, I wanted to say, and uh, I know this is a day late, but I wasn't on the radio yesterday, so I couldn't say it then. But yesterday was Veterans Day, and I just want to shout out my appreciation to all those that have served our country and sacrificed life, limbs, mental health, families, everything else to do this job that is necessary. And uh, I just want to say that I appreciate uh, all those folks out there that have served. So Yeah, I agree with that 100%, 1,000%. Um, <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Personally, yeah. I don't think I, I mean. Well, you don't, you don't would, follow orders well. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to get into the service back in the early 80s. You did? And, and none of them, um, none take, of them would take me. None of them would take none me. None of them would take me. And you needed to have a high school diploma at the time. Oh, yeah. I had my GED I, before my graduating class graduated. But nonetheless, and I never understood why that was. I kind of wanted to. I well, didn't kind of. I wanted to fly a. I wanted you to heard, be a Navy fighter pilot. You, you already had established yourself as a quitter. <sighs> I was too busy for school. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I get it. Seriously, man, I was working. <laughs> yeah. Well, amongst other things, yeah. surfing too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I can relate. I mean, I finished, but there was a lot of times where I wasn't actually there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, well, <laughs> kids, you know, uh, if you don't finish school, you can always own an auto repair shop someday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so um, yeah, Kirk and I've got a just kind of a potpourri of things here to to talk about, and uh, I know you you had something you had like a a, a hot tip about uh, some tool thing. That oh you wanted, man, that I'm you wouldn't say, share oh, you wouldn't share with me before the I show. Know, that's so. gonna be that's gonna be the teaser. Um, you know. Listen to the show. Oh, you stay want... tuned in throughout the entire show, and then you're going to learn a, an amazing uh, trick number uh, sixty-seven. Actually, no, I used to have uh, hundred and one tips and tricks of a top-notch technician, and uh, after many years, um, I've now got one hundred and two oh. tips and tricks okay. of a top-notch technician. What is number one hundred and two? Uh, that is the teaser. And uh, it is for the people that know everything. You're really, about hold, you're really holding this close to the and, best, man. And um, I, I seriously doubt, being as I had no clue, and then I, I saw this I'm gonna, on YouTube, and it was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? With the tool that I've been using for 40 years, 
and I learned a new trick on it, and yeah. it's amazing. You know, so, uh, um, that's all I got to say. I'm not going to say another thing until. As a, as just, a, uh, I, I got a little tip for you. Okay. For, uh, for our listening audience, okay. you probably all, already know. A couple, actually, three or four weeks ago, I think it was you that was on with somebody, and there was a, a fellow that was having a hard time getting his brake caliper bolts out. They were uh, an Allen head um, bolt that held on his brake calipers, mm-hmm. and uh, Allen. Uh, Allen. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, is that the guy that had the bolt that wouldn't come out? Or no, is that it's the Allen kind of bolt, bolt he was trying a, to take out. Was a, that's the okay. kind of bolt. All right. But he said it was worn and he couldn't get a, a, a an Allen wrench in there that would right. grip it good. And I think I actually saw this in like Carcraft or Hot Rod magazine years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's the only thing this stuff is good for. But valve grinding compound. Yeah. You put a little valve grinding compound in there or on your on your Allen socket and stick it in there, and it kind of takes up the slop. And, and it gives it gription. Gives it gives it gription. I like that. And uh, and it will. St- and you, you can oftentimes that will grab them and and you can get them out. You so got. I didn't offer that advice. Uh, you did. Was not I. Oh, okay. Uh, but that is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, and you know I um, I need to get some more. I I haven't been able to find my valve grinding compound for like twenty years. You know the other thing it works good for. Uh, valve grinding compound. Yeah, um, brushing your teeth. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll it take the glaze off of a serpentine valve. Yeah, that. Yeah, you don't like that idea? No, I just use a wire brush. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, kind of you know, with wire, it run with it running. Your with eyes it you, running. You squint to make a smaller target. No, but I I always <laughs> I position myself and I hold the brush. Um, a wooden toothbrush, a wire brush, in a position to where when that thing grabs, um, <laughs> it's going to yank out of my fingers cleanly, and it's going to fly through. Don't try this uh, at home, kids. Yeah, no, it's a really bad idea. Yeah. But valve grind compound for, let's say you've got a, a boat, and um, it sits there all winter long, and you go to fire it up in the spring, and your pulleys on your uh, three yeah, yeah. belts are all rusty. Yeah. Well, you got to clean those pulleys up somehow, and um, I would say every other year I have to replace the belts on the boat. Um, and what I'll do is I'll run the boat and just fire it up and run it and let the belts actually sand the yeah. rust off the pulleys. Mm-hmm. And once the pulleys are clean, pull the belts off, put new belts. Um. If you put valve grind compound on the belt before the you start it, you know, smear some on there and just let it sand away for, you know, five, ten minutes, something like that until they're clean. And then, um, you know, rinse them off with some water or something while it's running. Blow them off with air while it's running. You can get a nice clean shine on the pulleys yeah. and then you put your new belts on and you're good to go. Ready to go. Yep. Sounds good. You want me to do my trick? Yeah. Okay, here's, um, <clears throat> before you put the uh, soldering guns away or the uh, torch head away, you want to make sure that they're cool before you put them back in the drawer with okay. all the other stuff. But that's not it. Um, How do you tell <clears throat> if it's cool or not? You touch it. Right. <laughs> but you don't get done using your soldering iron to stick back in the drawer. It's like the, when they when they bring out <clears> your, hot. your plate at the Mexican restaurant and say they that. Don't touch. The plate's hot. What's yeah, the first you, thing you do? Touch it. See how hot it really is. Um, <clears throat> no, my my thing, I was on YouTube. I went down the rabbit hole, 
I don't know, a month ago on YouTube. You know how you're looking at a YouTube video? Oh, yeah. See one off to the side that, ooh, that looks pretty interesting. Then you go to that and that and that. All right. You know, I might start out on how to take a heater core out. You're, you're showing your age, though. It's Honda. TikTok now that everybody uses. I don't. <laughs> um, anyway, so I come across this thing. There's this guy um, got a whole bunch of cordless drill motors, right? And you probably know this. You know everything. Um Anyway, you know, you got your cordless drill, and how many times have you, you know, how, and it's got the, what is it, a Jacob's chuck, where you basically put your screwdriver bit in the end of it, you pull the trigger in with your, you know, if you're right handed, pull the trigger, grab the chuck with your left hand, and let it yep. as tight as it'll go. And then you're busy screwing screws, like doing a fence or a project. Maybe sometimes you're going backwards, and the bit falls out. Then you got to put it back in. Then the bit falls out, and it keeps falling out. Well, if you, this guy has studied, like, I'm going to say 15 cordless drivers, and only three of them didn't have this feature, but if you lock it down, you know, grab the chuck, pull the trigger as tight as you can, let go of the trigger, and then take the chuck and then turn it a quarter turn, it'll go click back the other direction, and it locks the bit. They don't fall out anymore. I did not know that. And this guy was talking about, um, you know, he looked in all the instructions and manuals, and this feature is not mentioned in any of the manuals. He called up a bunch of the manufacturers of these things, and there was only three out of the the ones that did do it that the people, the reps, even knew that that feature was even there. <laughs> so try it. If you have a cordless bit or a, ch- or a drill... Spin that baby up and and then click it, just one little click the other direction, and you'll feel a little click, and your bit doesn't fall out. Cool. Anyway, yeah, I think that's going to save some frustration. If you're, like, doing a fence or something and it oh, falls yeah, under the grass and you can't the grass find it. Or under the house, you know, I'm trying to do something, <laughs> and, you know, there's spiders. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's well, my tip. All right. Hopefully it makes everyone's life better. It'll make that uses cordless drill bits. <laughs> hey, um, we t- have been talking a lot about uh, you know the whole switch over to electric vehicles and what that's going to mean to the power grid and things like that. Oh yeah, I did uh, come across this uh, uh, little news blurb here that um, Electrify America opened its first megawatt level battery energy storage system, BESS for short for uh, electric vehicles charging stations in Baker, California, um, offers a significant supplement of power boosted by this, by a solar canopy. And uh, so basically they can, they can, I don't know if you've ever seen like the Tesla batteries you can have at your house where it's like a, a this a whole wall, wall is, yeah. a, is a battery right, for, right. for storing energy. Well, this is essentially what they're doing with this. Um, it uh, permits a station to generate and store its own solar power. So. Huh. Uh, will ease the grid somewhat now again what the cost of these things are and and what it takes to implement them and and uh how many teslas it can it can charge at one time is uh anybody's guess but yeah they're well they they are working on it and again like we've said you know before on this you know the push towards electric vehicles is happening um but there's going to be a huge investment i mean and, and by huge i mean hugely huge <laughs> investment necessary in our in our power grid in order to uh to uh, power all this stuff oh, yeah. it's going to be running on electricity 
You know, I, honestly, I think it's a cool idea. Um, I guess, yeah, it's cool. I mean, <laughs> we got to do something. Um, but, you know, there's talk, you know, we can't rush this. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, we should have been doing it a long time ago, but, you know, they started doing it 100 years ago. Right. A little bit. But, yeah. And, and it's, a, it's cool. It's quiet. It's, you know, all that stuff. And environmentally friendly, or in some respects, and some not at this yeah. point. But, um, you know, we're not ready to go there. And there's people that, um, you know, the, the cost of doing it for a lot of people, it's just out of the question. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, the U.S. Or, for example, Bellingham is going to be an environmentally friendly city in the country that we're trying to do our thing. But the rest of the world's just polluting like mad, you know. That's a drop in a bucket, but it's a start. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to keep doing our fossil fuel stuff, natural gas. Let's run automobiles on natural gas and not go super fast anymore kind of thing <laughs> until we can transition over to the to the um, electric or whatever we're going to be doing in the future, nuclear. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. But we are – Oh. Get ready, ready to take a break. Yep. Give us a call, 676-KGMI, if you have any questions about your car or comments about what we're talking about. You're in the shop with the Auto Guys. Sold to bidder 126. The November consignment equipment auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is now active online through the 12th of November. Visit meridianequipment.com today to check out the extensive selection of current auction items and place your bid. Bids will be accepted through Saturday, November 12th. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel or online at meridianeq.com. Hi, Marty Boonstra here with Columbia Fire. And every winter we see property damage from burst pipes and frozen sprinkler systems. Don't let this happen to you. Avoid this costly mistake and get your dry systems winterized by Columbia Fire. We work in all aspects of commercial winterization. Schools, office buildings, industrial, high-rises, you name it, we've done it. Protect your property and get your free winterization consultation today from Columbia Fire. Learn more at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. WECU has served Whatcom County and the state of Washington for more than 80 years. This fall, WECU announced this year's recipients of their Education First grant program, which supports local groups advancing education in Whatcom County. In total, the program is awarding $110,000 to three local nonprofits, making a positive impact to our community including the Nooksack Salmon Enhancement Association, Pickford Film Center, and the Bellingham Child Care and Early Learning Center. To find out more about this year's award recipients, visit WECU.com slash Education First. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin & Jewelry. They are the largest buyer and seller of gold and silver in the Northwest. Bayside Coin & Jewelry in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at the Upside at CascadeRadioGroup.com. Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? Local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? 
weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. I want to stay informed by sources I trust, my local radio and TV stations, for the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You're in the shop with the Auto Guys. I'm Steve from the Panacea, here with Kirk from Angler Automotive, taking your calls at 676-KGMI and rambling on about whatever suits our fancy at the moment, I guess. But we do have Linda on the line. Hi, Linda. Hi. Hey, what can we do for you? I have a 98 Camry. It randomly dies while I'm driving. Okay. And it... Uh, won't start until it cools off. Okay. And have you had it? Have you had it checked out by anybody, or or had any, made any attempts at, at figuring out what's wrong with it? Well, not not yet. Um, I talked uh, to a mechanic, and he said he'll need to drive it and have it happen uh, to figure out what's going on with it. Yeah, that's that's certainly makes that's- it uh, much easier. <laughs> Except if it dies and you're 15 miles out in Mount Baker Highway, forgot your cell phone. When I have one that's when I have one that potentially will die, I try to I try to do radiuses nearby the yeah, shop. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. um, do you, does it have something to do with when it's warm and when it's cold? Well, it's very possible. Um, and so when you try to when you try to restart it after this happens, is the engine cranking over? Is the starter doing its job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just yeah, and so, it sort of backfires uh, a little bit when I when I turn when it's turned over. Okay, I mean one of the 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 big thing again, like like uh, whoever you talk to mentioned is like if we can catch it failing, and then you know, the the basics that you check for is like does it have spark? Does it have fuel? Does it have compression? Probably has compression if it's an intermittent issue like that because compression doesn't necessarily come and go. So it's going to be lacking either spark or fuel. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, one of the things I've seen on those kind of vintage, that's got a four cylinder in it or the six, six. Okay. Um, you know, things that are generally kind of heat related on those things would be like the ignition coil, um, the, uh, ignition module could even be like a crankshaft sensor for that one uses a, a separate crankshaft sensor, you know, 98 Kirk, does that one ha- still have a distributor on it? That's um, the question I was going to ask you. If I had a computer here, I'd see that are those expensive uh, fixes? Um, well, again, it depends what's wrong with it. But if it's if it's a like a coil, that's not super expensive. Uh, ignition modules for that vintage of Camry can get really expensive, but they're relatively <laughs> rare failures. I yeah, mean, you don't see those failing very often. No, no. Usually it's somebody who's done something fancy to your car to damage one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, again, yeah, the big uh, check engine light on or anything like that? It comes on uh, at that at that time. Yeah, it does come on, and then it goes back off. Uh, when, it, when it restarts, it usually goes back off. How long does it take it to generally to, to be able to restart it? Um, 
anywhere from <laughs> probably five to fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could also have something like a like a main relay or something like that happen. And real common on the Hondas, not so much on the Toyotas. But um, again, this is going to be one of those ones where, yeah, um, if I, if you can get it in the tech's hands, that can then experience the failure. Generally, diagnosing it from that point is pretty quick. Oh, okay. So well. does it does, does it do it like? Every day you you drive it and it gets warm and it dies or is it is it? It, it was yeah it was doing it now I've only been taking short short sure. drives so that it doesn't uh, die on me uh, at a big intersection yeah. uh, or in the middle of the road. Right, right. Yeah, this is yeah definitely one you're gonna want to you're gonna want to get into a, a shop and have let them drive it have it long <coughs> enough Excuse that me. they can get it experience the failure. Like if I had that and I was taking it on a test drive. I, I'd probably just let it run in my shop for a long time first and see if it would cooperate and die right there. But if it wouldn't, you know, I'd take like a spark checker and a, and a Noid light to make sure the fuel injectors are triggering and that kind of stuff on the road with me so that if it, if it did die while it's in that failure mode, I could, I could isolate what's missing. Hmm, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for your information. That's very helpful. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. All right. You know, I'm looking at a picture. That thing might have a distributor on it. Yeah, I was thinking 98 certainly could. Hanging off the driver's side of the back of the engine there. It's looking like um, it's a single coil. Yeah, a coil inside the distributor? Or no, it's, it's a remote. Outside? Yeah. Anyway, if that's the case, um, you may find that the, if it does have a distributor, it might be as simple as the rotors just shorten out. Sure, yeah. Of, you know, after a while. Yeah. Yeah, especially, you know, she mentioned that she gets a backfire, so it might be getting like a random Carbon spark or a, yeah, yeah. something like that happening. Yeah. So. But, uh, I, you know, we should ask, did she say how many miles were on it? I did not ask her how many miles. Anyway, so, you know, single coil, it's a small coil. They're good coils, but if there's 150 plus thousand miles, you might have a weak coil on it, too. Yeah. <coughs> these are, Excuse me. These are it's the not covid Okay, we're gonna we're gonna uh, take a break. You're in the shop with the Auto Guys. Give us a call six seven six KGMI. We'll be right back. DeWard and Bodie's Black Friday Early Access Sale is underway, and you don't want to miss it. Black Friday pricing is available now on appliances, barbecues, mattresses, and more at all three DeWard and Bodie locations in Bellingham and Burlington. Now is the time to prepare for the holidays with extra special savings on ranges, wall ovens, cooktops, microwaves, and more, plus delivery and installation before Thanksgiving. This weekend, save on select Whirlpool, KitchenAid, and Amana ranges and get a qualifying microwave for only $99, plus score cash back rebates toward the installation of select brand ranges, dishwashers, and refrigerators. Keep your cash for the holidays and pay no money down and no interest for two full years on qualifying orders. Plus, shop in confidence with DeWarden Bodie's 30-day local price match guarantee on select in-stock items and get fast, professional delivery and installation before Thanksgiving on qualifying orders. Shop the biggest sale of the season during Black Friday early access at DeWarden Bodie right now in Bellingham and Burlington. Financing OAC offer qualifications This is Kathy Buckley, owner of Bellingham Athletic Club. Our staff here at BAC works hard to provide a welcoming and motivating club atmosphere. We offer a variety of classes, 30 per week, from yoga to high intensity to Zumba and aqua aerobics, all included with your gold to platinum membership. Classes are a fun way to make your exercise minutes fly by. 
Come see us today. You'll be glad you... Bellingham Athletic Club, where healthy isn't just a goal, it's a way of life. Located at 4191 Meridian Street and find them online at bellinghamathleticclub.com. Hey, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, uh, you know, stayed home, did the same old things. Does this conversation sound familiar? KGMI's Lifestyle Lookout covers events happening each weekend that you may or may not be aware of. Don't get caught in the same old conversation on Monday morning. KGMI's Lifestyle Lookout is brought to you by Labels Consignment. Find quality and current women's clothing, shoes, home decor, and more at Labels on Northwest Avenue and Jane Street. Lifestyle Lookout airs every Friday on the KGMI Morning News. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. CBS News projects incumbent Arizona Senator Mark Kelly will win his race over Republican challenger Blake Masters. But the governor's race there is still up in the air. The governor's race has not been called yet, and that's because it's simply too close, and it's within the margin of error of those outstanding ballots. There's still about 300,000 ballots that they're going to be counting over the weekend. CBS's Christina Ruffini. Former President Trump was supposed to testify Monday before the January 6th committee, but he has filed a lawsuit. Legally speaking, the former president really does not have a good case here. Having said that, the lawsuit basically guarantees that he won't have to because the committee is going to dissolve. Loyola Law Professor Jessica Levinson. This area is still unsafe. It's not stable. That's the Volusia County, Florida sheriff, and he's talking about the damage caused by Hurricane Nicole this weekend. Some seawalls were washed away. CBS News Brief, I'm Linda Kenyon. Welcome back. You're in the shop with the Auto Guys. I'm Steve from the Panacea here with Kirk from Angler Automotive. Taking your calls, 676-KGMI. We do have open lines, so... You'll be first in line if you call soon. Hey, you know, um, I was going to say, I don't know if this is the problem on um, Linda's car or not, but um, those old Toyotas, they've, you know, the rubber air boot going from the air cleaner to the throttle plate, you know, they crack, they Mm -hmm. split on the bottom side and start sucking air. And generally speaking, you'll start the car and they'll, they'll run fine or pretty good, normal. Pretty much until you put them in gear and the engine kind of with all the sloppy worn motor mounts moves enough and it opens up that gap and yeah. the mass airflow sensor loses its. Uh, but I wouldn't think mind. I wouldn't. Think I don't think that, that would be. Yeah, a, but it's something that's pretty common. Yeah. That, yeah. Know, if you got yeah. an old Toyota, you might check into that. Yeah. Well. It. Uh, yeah. We. I see that a lot on the like the uh, some Hyundai and Kia. Um, V6s that'll mm-hmm. have a weird, uh, like a lean code. 
Yeah. And, and it's yeah. a little split in that boot there. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have a caller. We've got Bill on the line. Hi, Bill. Hi. Hey, quick question. Hey, have you guys had um, you know any experience with Porsches? Not me. How about you, Kirk? <laughs> um, <Hi>. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a... <clears throat> I was able to drive a, uh, was it the 911? Okay. Was that the little boxy um, Volkswagen Porsche? Oh, the 914. 914. I had a, years, years and years ago, I had a girlfriend that left me for some dude that had a 914. <laughs> and after a couple of years, she got tired of him and uh, showed up at my place one day. He gave her 100 bucks. He was going to go windboarding. Gave her 100 bucks and... She decided to come over and take me out to dinner, and so I said, "Can I drive his car?" <laughs> anyway, what, that's my experience. But, but Bill, yeah, let us. What's your What's your issue with what kind of Porsche do you have, and what's going on? I think I bought a, a new Porsche Macon. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I have not. I have not. It's a Macon. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool name. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess, hey, I, I assume they're probably high maintenance, right? Well, I don't know if they're so much high maintenance, but you definitely need to do the maintenance when it's required or when it's recommended, and you definitely want to use the pro- – I mean, that one probably has a very specialized motor oil, and it's probably very expensive oil changes, and, you know, they probably don't call for them super often with that. I mean, it's probably 7,500-mile intervals or 10,000-mile intervals. Or, That's maximum you yeah. can go. But but regardless, you know, you need to do it when it's recommended um, for sure, and uh, and it's going to be they're going to be expensive maintenance intervals probably. And buy somebody that loves to work on those things, and buy somebody that's got the technology and the tooling to work on those things. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, you can get some podunk mechanic like myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I never fixed one of them before. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah no, you don't want that guy. You want somebody absolutely into it and with the right stuff to work on that thing. Yeah. Okay, great. Hey, thanks. All right. Thanks You're for welcome. the call. Enjoy your Porsche. <laughs> Maybe you let me drive it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you uh have you heard anything about this uh the these E V tolls? E V tolls? Yeah. So so what it is is it's an electric vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. Oh, no. This is Jetson stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this it's a uh, you know they they're they're developing these things for uh kind of like air taxis and stuff right now. Um that they don't really have like a they are working on cars that like so you could drive it on the street and then if you wanted to you could fly over top of things. The slow people. Yeah, the, over the top of the slow people. There I saw I was looking at a video of one from uh from some company in China but the problem with it is they're so stinking heavy if you uh, like attach a vehicle running gear to the thing and uh, and and of course they're electric so the batteries don't last super long but these these ones that are just strictly they're not for driving on the road but they're they're just they're kind of like you know those little drones that they have the four props on them and stuff yeah and it's looking a, at the picture yeah so it's an idea like that and they're they're electric so they're pretty quiet and um they s- expect these things to be available out there by like 2024, and it's a matter of getting the FAA to clear these things t- for actual use. No, but they're building these in China. 
Well, there's a lot of companies that are doing that. As a matter of fact, there's a company in Sweden that's called Jetson <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's working on these. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's pretty interesting. But can you I was watching a video of a guy flying one over these woods and stuff, and there's power lines and things around. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, man, I don't know if you want to get a 16-year-old, <laughs> you know, somebody in – in one of those things that uh, is not super aware of their surroundings, because they, they they like they have to stay below a certain uh, uh, altitude, I think. Right. So and yeah, because yeah, yeah, right. And so um, it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how how this plays out. I know I actually was talking with somebody, a friend of one of my kids that's working for a company that is trying to develop and license these things. So they basically uh, would be a taxi, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you get off out at the airport at Lagardia or one of these places that's kind of a ways away from the city, and your Uber or taxi ride is two hours to actually get where you want. Where these things can get you there and like a crow fly, ten fifteen minutes yeah, as the crow right, flies. Right. And so, you know, this would be cool. Um, I could see, you know, it's got like little helicopter landing legs or whatever mm-hmm. on the bottom and have some pontoons there you go and this would be so cool um you know launch it out of the backyard fly out to like susha island oh yeah and then land um not really sure where you'd hook up the shrimp pop that's part. what i was just wondering <laughs> where the, where the, well you could just you could just hook it up and, and then just lift the whole shrimp pot out of well, the water just, take it over to the oh, Seleucia yeah. island drop it on Set the ground it down there and then the kids could go and yeah. pop, empty it out and pop the heads and everything yeah. and go back out and get some more there you go i'm gonna hold this picture up to the microphone if you just uh if you just uh google uh e-v-t-o-l a lot of that stuff will come up, and it's it's there's it's interesting technology. It is, it um, really is. Batteries don't are not lasting very long on them. You don't have a lot of range. Um, well, what but, does it say for range? I don't know if, or it, did it, if say. it actually says. But we're going to take a break and wait for the next caller to come in. You're in the shop with the other guys. Five minutes. Well, you've done the drill again, pulled that clunky AC unit out of the window and fired up the furnace as our weather has changed, but maybe it's time to say so long to that tired routine. Hi, I'm Joe T, and for my friends at West Mechanical, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric, maybe it's time to consider going ductless. You've no doubt heard about ductless heat pumps, and a ductless system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating could be the perfect answer for you, especially if you've been getting by with baseboard heat, zone wall heat, or an inefficient electric furnace. Ductless heat pumps warm your home, but also keep you cool with air conditioning, guaranteeing year-round comfort. And they allow you to heat or cool only the rooms you want. The best thing about Ductless, though, is the money you'll save. With rebates and energy savings, some homeowners save up to $3,000 in the first year. And right now, West Mechanical has a system to meet your needs and financing options that meet your budget. They're the folks I trust to keep my family comfortable. Visit westmechanical.net today for a free assessment and find out whether a Mitsubishi electric ductless system is right for you. That's westmechanical.net. Generosity pays, and West Edge Credit Union wants to encourage a little generosity. Now through the end of the year, receive an extra quarter point discount off your interest rate on any car, truck, or motorcycle loan from West Edge, and no payments for 90 days when you donate $25 to a local charity. Now that's a win-win. Offer valid through December 31st on approved credit. See West Edge for details. West Edge Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, on the corner of James and Alabama. Online at westedgecu.org. Young heart. 
Relive your favorites every day on Bellingham's newest radio station, 98.9 and AM 930 KBay. Kick off your workday with a 9 a.m. music marathon. Over an hour of commercial-free classics. Hit after hit from your favorite artists all day, every day. And the broadcast sponsor of the Bellingham Bells. Listen live online, 98.9kbay.com. Join the fun and be a part of Bellingham's newest radio station, 98.9 and AM 930 KBay. So do we have any more calls coming in yet? Yeah, we do. We got Randy on the line. We're in the shop with the auto guys, and we've got Randy on the line. Hi, Randy. Hey, I got kind of a quick question for you. Well, maybe a couple. I'm looking at used cars on Craigslist, and uh, I've been looking for a while. Every time I see Subarus, it either says needs head gasket or head gasket replaced. What's going on there? They leak. Yeah. That's 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 just the way it is. That's what put my kids through college. Yeah. It's a common thing through for a Subaru then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and you know, that being said, I mean, I think those Subarus are great cars for our area and and uh, I've had all my kids in Subarus at one time or another all because and most of them were like bought from a customer because it needed head gaskets and they decided they didn't want to do it. Um uh-huh. and you know, it's a if you're looking for Subarus and it hasn't been done, it's definitely something to to throw into the equation of what the the car is worth because you know it's twenty five hundred three thousand dollars but you know do a good quality head gasket job on one of those right and um and i say that and even if it's been done man (laughs) there's there's the right way and the wrong way to do them i just actually just had one in recently um thing had been super well maintained according to the carfax records on it and they also had a receipt saying the head gaskets had been done like 25,000 miles ago. And mm-hmm. um, I inspected it and checked it all out. Well, the head gaskets were leaking, not oil and, some, and a little bit of coolant. And looking at the repair order uh, that was supplied with it, in the parts list, I did not see new head bolts. And I also did not see that the, the heads had been resurfaced. And my guess is one or the other or both of those were not done and that's why it's leaking prematurely yeah. sounds to me like if you bought one of those you'd be better off to uh, buy one that needed a head gasket and then get it done right well there's there's that that's certainly a valid a valid uh yeah i i i'm with you on that i i'd almost rather have done it myself or had somebody i trust do it than to take somebody else's word for it yeah Another quick question for you on, on a, another make. I was looking at a used uh, CRV the other day, and I pulled out the oil stick, and uh, yeah, did, the oil looked good, clean, all that, but had little tiny, looked like little tiny bubbles. Is that anything to be worried about? Had it been running before, you, and then you shut it off when you checked mm, the oil? Boy, I don't remember, you know. It was a little miler, but, uh, uh, I mean, I didn't. It didn't look like anything to worry about, but then I thought, well, why does it have the little tiny bubbles? bubbles? Was it yeah. over, was it overfilled at all? That's what I was no. wondering. No, no, the oil looked good in all other respects. You know, it looked good, clean, and and you know, up to the level, and so on and so forth. And I thought, well, maybe that's just the way it is. How's you know? your eyesight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, very good. Uh, I'm in know, my 70s. So. <laughs> is it like what would be good, like zero twenty or something like that, or what would be outstanding? 
you know, where you see micro bubbles. Well, I, I got heavy duty glasses that I, not heavy duty, but you know, I wear 200 power reading glasses when I'm doing stuff like that. You know, so right. uh, so what bad what bad things? See, tell the truth, I'm kind of looking for a car. And what bad things do you have to say about Honda CRVs? The you know, newer ones, yes. 2008 and later, or 2007 and later. You know, the things that I that that I do mostly on on those is we do a lot of starters. Yeah, uh-huh. pull the intake manifold. Yep. Into them. Yeah, we do a lot of starters and also do um, uh, a lot of AC compressors. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, if that car has been you know maintained like like typical Honda owners maintain their vehicles, right? Um, I don't see a lot of problems with them. Yeah, I think they're wonderful little reds. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that's good to hear. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys, that's uh, really good information, especially on those Subarus. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, thanks for the thanks. call. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Yeah, you can call us at 360-676-KGMI. And um, I got this uh, <coughs> this this uh, article uh, came up on my Facebook feed. I don't know why my Facebook feed has algorithms that send me automotive stuff, but... Hmm. It does for some reason, but uh, I found it interesting. It was uh, the the ten vehicles with the highest depreciation over five years and the lowest depreciation over five years. And uh, this is you know stuff to to th- consider if you're out looking for a new vehicle. You know what's it, what's it going to be worth if, if you're going to flip a car? If you're going to flip a car, but you know, what was interesting to me is the the number one vehicle for the highest depreciation. Was the Nissan Leaf? Yeah, I wonder why that is. I know, but it, in five years, they say it loses sixty-five point one percent of its value, or twenty-three thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars less than what you paid for it in five in years. five years. That's crazy. That's that's a that's a heavy amount of depreciation. It is, and uh, you know, and then there's like a lot of luxury cars fall under this fall under this as well, and and we can get to some of those later. But it it, it is interesting to see. The, the Leaf, and then a whole string of luxury cars. So we're going to take a break. You're in the shop with the Auto Guys. We'll be right back. You go to great lengths to keep your carpet clean. Kids, get out of the living room. You spend your days scolding loved ones. Honey, take your shoes off. I'm trying to create an invisible shield to keep all the dirt and stains out. Welcome to our home. And just please stay on the plastic, Okay. From summer's barbecue stains to your kids' dirty cleats, call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. Mark your calendar. The CHS Northwest Annual Holiday Kickoff event is just around the corner. November 14th through the 17th, there'll be prizes, gifts with purchase, free ornaments with purchase, and more. Stay tuned for more details. The holiday season creates magical moments to connect with your child. Did you know that singing with children or talking about the colors or smells of the season builds their vocabularies, and helps their brains grow? As a parent, I'm the most powerful influence in my child's life. By taking a little time every day to talk, read, and sing with them, I'm setting them up for a lifetime of learning from the day they are born. Visit TalkingIsTeaching.org for free tips, ideas, and resources to transform everyday moments into magical moments for learning this season. you love what you find at Wilson. 
needs are falling, and so are the prices at Wilson's Furniture during their fall savings event. Stop by today and check out the amazing savings you'll find at Wilson's. Open seven days a week on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Mornings are busy. That's why the KGMI Morning News is your perfect ticket to the world. While you rush to get ready, hear the very latest local, state, and national news. Your KGMI AccuWeather forecast, sports with Mark Skolton, the latest money news, and all the information you need for a great start to your day. The KGMI Morning News, 6 to 9 a.m. each weekday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Welcome back. You're in the shop with the auto guys. We've got a couple callers on the line. We'll talk to them, and uh, we've got Tom first. Hey, Tom. Tom, are you there? Looks like we lost Tom. Chad, we'll take. Sure. We'll talk to Chad instead. Sure. Hey, Chad. Hey, how's it going? Good. What can we do for you? Yeah, um, my wife uh, bought a 21 uh, Chevy Suburban recently. Without your permission. And- Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, it, it's a great car. We we love it. You know, it holds holds all the kids and the dogs, and it's great. So, um, but my, my question is, is about the navigation system. You know, it's got that big fancy, you know, uh, monitor there in the middle. And, um, you know, we're not interested in subscribing to OnStar, and, but it, it seems like there should be some kind of at least be able to pull up a map or something. And, I can't figure out – I've read through the manuals and tried looking at some YouTube stuff, and is there something I'm missing? So so the nav just plain doesn't work at all? Yeah, you, you hit, like, the little navigation button, right? And mm-hmm. then it just pops up. It's like, well, subscribe to OnStar. Oh, yeah, I I've haven't been I haven't been seen one of those, so I, I you know maybe to have that you're gonna have to do that. Does it does it have? Can you do like Apple CarPlay or the, whatever the Android equivalent is on it? Uh, yeah, we could we could. I mean, yeah, subscribe to another service, but well, I mean, that's, it's the like, re- that's the reason I asked that is like because like my truck has got nav built into it and and it works great and stuff. Um, it's a it's a Dodge, but my wife's Chrysler 300 has the same kind of stuff, but the navigation is not enabled or whatever on it. So she just uh-huh. Bluetooth connects it to her Google Maps or whatever, and it will it will connect to that, and it will give the, the instructions over the speaker, you know, turn left at the next, you know, light yeah. or whatever. But, but yeah, I don't know I if, the, if you, you – it may not be any kind of Garmin or anything like that. You may have to have OnStar in order to do that. I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. How about okay. you, Kirk? Yep. I have no idea. What's it cost for a monthly subscription or yearly subscription for OnStar? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I wasn't that interested in finding out, honestly. Because yeah. <laughs> it used to be GM would give, what, a couple years, I think, of free OnStar or Maybe. a year or two or something like that. Wouldn't that be special? We, you got that big TV screen that you can't use unless you pay extra money every month for the Well, well the that was my thought, you know. I mean, because, like, we have like a old Dodge van or a Ford van, and you know I just use my Garmin and that thing. It's like with the technology we have today, you'd think like it's pretty basic to at least have a access to maps and stuff, you know. Well, you know, a lot of the manufacturers now are going to this whole subscription for features uh, 
business model. Um, BMW has this one where you like if you want your heated seats to work. I think if you bought the car as the with the heated seats as an option, you know, you paid extra for it, you could have it. If you bought the car uh-huh. and it didn't have heated seats, but you want to have heated seats, you can pay a monthly subscription, yeah, and they will turn on they will turn on the feature because it's all there. They will actually yeah. enable the feature that allows your heat and and there's more and more of this stuff in not just BMW but in a lot of different manufacturers where they're going to this subscription model for for features. <laughs> it's just yeah, you don't know. It's oh. like it's like your computer software stuff. I, I used to own my Mitchell system. Yeah. That, yeah. And now yeah. I rent yeah. my Mitchell yeah. system on a monthly basis, <laughs> and it's just yeah. yeah it's it, to me it's 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 a little bit infuriating. I think it's highway robbery. Yes, <laughs> there you that's go. What that's, that's what it is. I agree. I agree. Anyway, <laughs> apparently it's twenty bucks a month, according to okay. Adam here. It's twenty bucks a month. Okay. So, All right. Well, I appreciate your time, gentlemen. Good All luck right. on that. All right. Thanks. For hey, you know if you do if you do get um, hooked up with you know your some other thing, make it work, Google, Apple, whatever, um, call us and let us know because I'm sure that uh, you're not the only one out there that's uh, coming up against this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, All back right. to Steve. All right. Hey, you know, on this, uh, the the surprising one on the cars that depreciate the most list was the Nissan Leaf, which was surprising to me. Yeah. Just as surprising is the vehicles that depreciate the least – the number one vehicle on that I surprised me. I am amazed me. by that. It's the Jeep Wrangler. An average five-year depreciation, 9.2%. It only loses $2,800 worth of its value in the first five years. That's amazing. That, that, that. And, well, and, and the and number, number two, two is the Jeep yeah. Wrangler. Unlimited. So, I mean, it's the same vehicle, right? Well, no. One's <laughs> unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's... What one, two, three Toyotas in the top ten as far Four. as oh yeah three okay as far as uh, holding their or not having their a value. ton of depreciation yeah. yeah and then um, Ford Mustang on that list that's, yeah yeah that's number six but got to plug Porsche nine eleven yeah that was on there twelve point eight percent over five that's not bad do you know what a do you are you familiar with what a Maserati Ghibli Ghibli, Ghibli, is have you? Do you know what that is? Uh, no. So this is number four on the list, but uh, average five-year depreciation on it sixty-one point three percent loses fifty-one thousand six hundred and fifty-nine dollars of its uh, value in five years. Well, look at the BMW Seven. That's number three. They lose sixty-one and a half percent, and sixty-three thousand bucks. Yeah, that's <clears> a hit. Five years. That's a hit, man. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's one of the reasons, uh, and that's, I think, been for a long time, that you can pick up used BMWs pretty cheap yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And but I, they and had a lot of weird stuff going I, on. I caution, I caution people about this because, yeah. like, young people like to, you know, because it's a oh, status yeah. thing yeah. and it's a BMW. Yeah. But, man, it's the second and third owners of those things really pay the price, especially if the first two owners did not do yeah, like like we were talking with the the Porsche the fellow earlier. Yeah. If, you, if you're not using the proper oils and and maintenance schedules, it can be it, it can be ugly and make you sad. Yeah, make you sad. We've been in the shop. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.